You're listening to Beyond the High Road podcast with Shelby Milford, episode number seven. All right, guys. So today we're talking about the ways we make holidays harder, more difficult, and how to turn that around. Welcome to Beyond the High Road, a podcast dedicated to healing your heart and life following the grief of alienation. I'm your host, Shelby Melford, a twice-certified life coach specializing in post-traumatic growth. I'm also a target parent who felt like my identity in this world left me on the very same day that my sweet child did. After hitting my emotional bottom, I devoted the next six years to research and personal growth. Using proven concepts based heavily in neuroscience and psychology, I developed my own playbook for reintegrating with life and reframing my role as my daughter's mother in the midst of living apart from her. I went from feeling agonized, helpless, and directionless to feeling energized, confident, and most importantly, at peace. Today, I get to help other parents like you to do the same. If you're experiencing the effects of alienation and you're ready to heal, then this show is my love letter to you. Stay tuned. So before I get started, I just wanted to give you a couple reminders. One is that, first off, thank you. If you've been listening to the show, I know how valuable time is, and I, I just feel so privileged that you are spending it with me. So thank you for that. If you are enjoying this and you haven't hit the follow button yet, please do so that you can get notifications when a new episode is available. Also, if you haven't already, I would love, love, love it. So appreciate it. If you would take a moment to rate and review, this helps other parents like us to find us, to find the show so that especially during the holiday period, but really all times, as isolating as being an alienated parent feels, it would be so great to reach even just one more person. And each review and each rating helps it to bump up in the, like, where it sits, the visibility. So I would so appreciate that. And then also, if you are interested in doing the free holiday support group that I'm offering, a weekly support group, please send me either a voice message, just wherever you listen to the podcast, there should be an option to send me a voice message, or I'll leave links in the show notes for you to send me an email, or you can always hit me up on Instagram. And just let me know, yeah, I would love, I'm so interested in doing the holiday support group. It's free group coaching once a week for the holiday season, at least the month of December. I have it set up for Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard, but that I'm open to changing that according to what the majority of people say is good. So if you're interested in that, let me know sooner than later so I can get this organized sooner than later. Okay, guys, stay tuned. Okay, so the first way that we make the holidays or any situation more difficult is that we live in the should and shouldn'ts. We do that every day. It's just that the holiday period for many people intensifies that. And in our specific scenario, it is usually something along the lines of, I shouldn't be spending these holidays without my child or children. For me, it's I shouldn't be spending my time away from my daughter. Or the opposite, she shouldn't have to spend time away from me. I have to tell you, it's been a while since I thought that thought. And it's just because of the fact that early on, I relentlessly applied these principles that I'm telling you about now. I applied them hardcore in the beginning. 
There are occasions, though, where it still does come up. It'll, and the occasions that these should and shouldn'ts do come up, they're sneaky now. Like sometimes I don't even realize because it's like an old belief, like an ingrained belief that I didn't even realize was there. And it'll come up in ways that like, like I said, like I just won't even, ex I won't even expect it to. And so those are the ones that I just really have to be paying attention to the quality of thought that my brain is offering me at all times. And this is also, this is one of those tips that I know I've given you before, but if you're a new listener, well, let's face it, you guys are all pretty much new listeners since we're on only the seventh episode. But some of these concepts, they're going to sound repetitive. And so I'm hoping that you understand that I'm doing that for the new listeners that are coming in, but also because hearing it over in different ways will help this stuff to land with you. And that is because most of these concepts are challenging your deepest, most ingrained beliefs that you have, right? And that is challenging for the brain. I'm offering to you that you ask a lot from yourself, which you're completely capable of, but it's still, it takes energy at first to implement these different ideas that I hope for you become beliefs, a new way of thinking. It gets much easier and it gets way less exhausting. So if it feels like a lot of work at first, like mental work, it is, it really is. But I promise you that it's way less exhausting than sticking in the current frame of mind if you're feeling stuck and exhausted already, okay? So just remind your brain when you're, it tries to tell you, oh, this is just too tiring. I'll just not work on this. I would just offer to you that you stick with it because you can do this and you can get to the place where this becomes second nature. Okay. So back on track. I think I told you guys I am ADHD. So sometimes I talk in circles. <laughs> so hopefully you stay, you stay with me or hopefully I'm not getting too off topic. Anyway, okay, the holiday should be this way. My daughter should be with me. She shouldn't have to spend it without me. They shouldn't ask that way. They meaning your ex, their new partner, maybe your ex-in-laws, maybe your parents, whoever. They shouldn't ask that way is big for anybody, alienation or not. And I tell you, that thought alone causes more suffering for more people in the world. Because when you are stuck in the place of policing the earth, first off, what it's just, it, it's not a fruitful thought. It does, it's not a helpful thought. But when we should and shouldn't, when we say this, they shouldn't act this way, they shouldn't be this way, I shouldn't have to live this way. Not only are you arguing with reality, you are also creating this resistance to it, which is exhausting. It's like pressing up against a wall, like just hardcore, like trying to move it always. That's what you're doing when you argue with whatever has already happened. If it's something that's outside of you, you cannot control that. It, and if it's already happened or is happening, you definitely are not going to get very far by saying this shouldn't happen. If you want to make any headway with something, then you have to know what's going wrong. What is, what is that saying? You guys have heard me with my sayings. I mix them up all the time. But you can't fix a hole in the wall that you can't see. Yeah. So it's the same here. Like 
if you don't acknowledge it, then you're never going to be able to gain power over it. You're never going to be able to take its power away. And if you're arguing with it, or if you're looking straight at the hole in the wall and being like, well, it shouldn't be there. That hole shouldn't be there. That's ruining my day. That hole's not going to get filled by you arguing with the fact that it's there. Could say that till you're blue in the face, but that hole's still going to be there. So it's the same with this. Same with anything outside of you that you think shouldn't be there. Byron Katie says, how do we know that something should have happened? Because it did happen. It's already happened. So arguing with something, you will lose. She also says, arguing with reality, you will lose but 100% of the time. Okay? It is so true. Like, you cannot ever win that argument. You will always lose. So instead of shooting and shouldn'ting, right? Holidays shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't be just that. Blah, 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 blah. All of those things. I do it too. So I'm not, just know that I'm not poking fun when I said it. That is a normal way to think about something because of the way that we've been conditioned, how we've grown up, most of us anyway. So when you notice that you are saying this should be or this shouldn't be, look for moments of grace and beauty, even during the grief, okay? Notice what is happening in the moment instead. Like bring your attention to the present. Look around you. If you need to bring it so literal as to look down and say, I am wearing white shoes. The person across from me is wearing a green shirt. I see a red poinsettia. Looking around you and naming 10 things in your immediate space. And then if you're still kind of in the funky should and shouldn't that attitude, then maybe take it a little further and go, okay, what smells can I notice? And around the holidays, usually somebody's cooking, so that should be an easy one. Or what can I feel with my fingertips? Anything that you can do to bring yourself to the here and now. So because when you're present, you're active in the moment and you're able to engage with others. But if you are with family members or if it's Friendsgiving or even when you're with yourself, when you are engaged even with yourself in a productive way, then you'll notice already your mood will lighten. Okay. So that is one of the first solutions I would say is start noticing your physical surrounding, become very present, get very literal with your physicality, like what's happening around you. Okay. And then another thing that you can do is to remind yourself that every thought that you think is optional. I think one of the last things I said in last week's episode was that your feelings are just vibrations and that you are not your thoughts. So your thoughts are not you. And this ties into this. Your thought, every thought that you think is an optional sentence, string of words that you've decided to think. And your beliefs, any belief that you have, is only a thought that you decided to think on repeat, okay? So remind yourself that all of the thoughts that you think I mean, about anything are completely optional. Most of the thoughts that we think are opinions or based on our own experiences throughout life. And then we form these different ways of thinking, right? That's why you can meet a partner or a friend and really be intrigued by them because their way of thinking is completely different because they were brought up 
a different family. The way that they think about things is completely different. Their perspective, okay? So every single thought that you think is optional. So what does that mean? That you have the option to change them if you so please. You can decide whether you want to continue thinking this should or shouldn't thought, okay? Depending on the result that you want, depending on how you want to feel. So just reminding yourself in the moment, this is an optional thought. I don't have to think this series of words, completely optional. If I want to feel better, if I don't, if I don't want to feel angry or if I don't want to feel frustrated, taken advantage of because I'm thinking that things shouldn't be this way, then I can shift my attention to something that I want to focus on. I can think a thought that will serve me, that would help me fix the hole in the wall. Because the quality of your thoughts will determine the quality of your experience. Always. I'll say it again. The quality of your thoughts will determine the quality of your experience. Okay? So no matter what situation you're in, if you can look at the, let's say, for this situation, since we as alienated parents often want pick the adversity to be focused on, right? The quality of your thoughts about the adversity, it's going to affect a lot more than just your immediate experience there. It's going to affect your outlook on life, your well-being, really. This actually brings me into the next one. The other way that we cause things to be more difficult is that we're worrying about what we're walking into as opposed to what we're walking in with. We're worrying about the situation that we're walking into maybe crazy family members, what's going to come at us, as opposed to worrying about or thinking about what we're walking in with. Our own power, how we, you want to show up to the event, to your life, to the situation with the other parent. When we're focused on what we're walking in with, how we are equipped, how we want to present, what kind of mom or dad we want to be, what kind of daughter or son we want to be, what kind of brother or sister. When we purposely, intentionally focus our attention on that, as opposed to what we're going to be at the effect of, then you might notice that you're feeling more open to possibility. You might start to feel more in control of your situation, of what you're bringing to the table, to the party, to the experience. And then also that takes you out of the place of worry because when you're like oh gosh what is it going to be this time like what shenanigans your ex is going to pull this time or what uncle harry's going to do how drunk he's going to get at dinner right you have no control over what it's going to be except for how you think about what it's going to be and when you're thinking and thought oh what's it going to be this time it already sets you up for failure but when you decide so how do I want to show up this year? Knowing everything that that's happened in the past, knowing the history, okay? How, what do I want my experience to be like this time? How do I want to feel going in? And what power do I have? What am I bringing with me? Like the worst backpack, like I was talking about. I don't know if that was last week or when that was. But anyway, what are you showing up with? Okay, so here are a couple off the cuffs thought options for you with regard to this. So what are you showing up with? And you can be like, I'm showing up with my mad skills. <laughs> like I'm being serious about this, but like I'm showing up with my ability 
to believe what I want about the situation at hand. I'm showing up knowing that I'm creating my after story. Like this is not the before anymore. We're creating the after version of me, the future version. And I'm the one that gets to decide what that looks like. Okay, just to recap the first two before I get to number three. The first way we make things more complicated is that we should and shouldn't the holidays or our relationships or the situation of alienation, right? It shouldn't be this way. It should be this way. It should whatever. So remember to take the expectations away from the situation. Let go of those and stay in the moment of what is. Okay. Remind yourself that every thought that you're thinking is optional. So if the thought that you're thinking about this should or shouldn't isn't helping you, which just as a hint, any should or shouldn't statement is not helpful. I can almost guarantee that. So just remind yourself that should statement or shouldn't statement is optional and you can change it at any time. Okay. And the second thing that we do is that we worry about what we're walking into as opposed to what we're walking in with. So you want to remind yourself that you are the one that is in control of your experience, walking in that door. How do you want to show up as a mom, as a dad, as a person, as a member of the community, whatever it is? How do you wanna show up and keep that in mind at all times? Like think about your, who you're becoming as opposed to what people could be doing to you, okay? And so that'll keep you out of feeling slighted or taken advantage of. And the last way that we make things more difficult for ourselves is that we often don't stay in our own lane. Like we don't remind ourselves that we are only responsible for our own thoughts, feelings, and actions. I'm only responsible for how I act which is as a result of what I'm feeling, which is as a result of what I'm thinking. I'm only responsible for me. And so the great relief in that is that how anybody else thinks or feels or whatever about me is their own business, which is fantastic. Because if you have a, a relative that has an opinion, which we always do, somebody always has, that one relative has an opinion on how you should live your life, or where you should spend your Thanksgiving, your Christmas, your Hanukkah, or no matter what your mom thinks about how you're living, it doesn't matter. The, how they are feeling and thinking about what you are doing is their business. So it makes things, I think it's a relief because a lot of times we do things out of obligation. I bring this one up, especially around holidays or events, because many times we, especially alienated parents because of the codependency that we often carry with us, we feel obligated to do things because we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or we feel obligated because we don't want them to think poorly of us or to whatever. We're trying to avoid another person feeling a certain way about us or about themselves or whatever. And I just want to remind you that, especially if they're a, an adult, they are responsible for their own thoughts and feelings. And really, honestly, you have nothing to do with that. You may make it easier or harder on them to believe certain things about you, but it's really up to them to decide what they want to think about you. 
And when we do things out of obligation, nine times out of 10, we end up paying the price for it. So if there's a, if you don't want to do a holiday with one person, you want to do it somewhere else, do that, honor that. Or at least if you don't honor it, at least be honest with yourself about why you're not honoring yourself. Okay. So really the moral of the story here is be true to yourself. No matter what, like don't do things because somebody else wants you to. You can, I'm just saying it's going to cause this will It'll create a, a lot more suffering, right? When you do it that way, when you choose to suck it up and do it out of obligation for your mom or for whoever. Or this can also apply when you, if and when you ever feel guilty about, let's say, with your kid or kiddos, because you feel like since you can't see them or you're not seeing them as whatever the situation, you feel guilty about it. And so you, Overgift them. You get them all of these things and overextend yourself financially. Okay. This puts you in a position to set you up for failure in another way along down the line. So be true. Like, know what your limits are financially, going to other people's, spending your holidays with family, whatever it is. Just know why you're making your decisions. Be very honest with yourself about what you want and why so that you can make decisions about who you want to spend your time with about how you want to spend your money that align with your end goal okay so the point basically is what i'm saying is don't turn your back on your own self okay if you want other people to treat you any specific way you want to treat yourself that way first Okay, so that you don't need anybody to do that. But first and foremost, you must have your own back. And so if that means that you're saying no to the holiday invite, then just know that's okay for you to do. It is your, I'm giving you permission to say no if that's really truly what you want to do. And you're not just saying no because you want to stay home and wallow. Okay. All right. So that's number three is stay in your own lane. And have your own back, okay? Have your own back. Know why you're making decisions and be honest with yourself before anything else. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you today. If you are in the U.S. and you're celebrating, happy Thanksgiving, you guys. From the bottom of my heart, I hope you have a really peaceful, relaxing, and warm holiday. And that no matter who you're with, even if it's by yourself, that you find the joys, the little simple joys, find grace, look for opportunities to serve. Because when you're serving, you end up getting out of your own head. So I love you guys and I, I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I am so elated that you've chosen to share your time with me. If you liked what you heard today, and you would like to hear more, please click subscribe so that you can be notified of new episodes. And um, thanks again, y'all. You are already in my heart. Till next time.